My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. An Elio's original. Welcome to Webcrawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I, producer Maria, <laughs> coming to you from Italy. Like it. <laughs> Italia. <laughs> Melissa, who are our patrons for this episode? We've got Ashley, Jonathan, Natalie, Nellie, Erica, Natalie, Mary, Lee, Christine, Emily. Whoa. Amazing. Thank you guys for joining the team. I will say one thing about the name Nellie. I watched Dancing with the Stars during quarantine, <laughs> and Nellie was on the se- the most recent season, and he was a- He was? Yes, and he was a delight. I'm not joking. He's a horrible dancer. I bet he's fun. But he he looked so happy. Like, he looked like he was finally like, you if know you what? Go and take a I don't care what me. any of my guys say. I'm going to ballroom dance. I'll tell dance. you what. And he looked- I'll, I'll tell you what. what. I met Nellie once. What? Tell us everything. So I grew up, my dad worked on Mad TV growing up. And so when he, he, so when like a cool guest would be on, it would be like my friends and I would, you yeah. know, head on down to the taping. Oh, that's cool. Like, Maria, yeah. Nelly's coming on. And he on. was like, Maria, this was like n- 2000, this is like 99. I'm going to say this is 99. Like country grammar. This yeah. is prime Nelly. This is Nelly. If you want to go and take a ride. If me, I was in Nelly's brain at this time, I would have. be the money. Nelly's inner monologue during this time was literally, I can't believe this is happening to me. I'm on top of the world. 
It really was. Yes. Country Grammar is an incredible album. It's so good. So we go down to the taping and I remember I was by the craft service table and I was on. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to tell you. If you need to find Maria. Eating some cheese cubes. Craft service is first stop. (laughs) And I remember my friends and I were there because we and from there we were going to go to the school dance that was afterwards. I think we were in eighth grade. I we were at the craft service table and he was there and I remember he was getting something. I just remember him like moving around and me being introduced to him and I was like <clears throat> he's like hey how are you and I was like yeah we're going to a school dance after and he was like oh really have fun at your dance have fun at your dance like have a good time and I was like thanks and that's it but that's just um that's what a great. nice no, guy that. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> demon's back wow that was crazy <laughs> it's like the demon's wife what a nice guy. Yeah. What a nice guy. <laughs> that Nelly. Wow. Nelly is such a nice guy. We love Nelly down in hell. <laughs> he was a nice guy. He was a nice guy. He seems nice. He was, uh, I don't know. Surprisingly, this episode is not about Nelly. I'll just say one last thing. <laughs> he was performing at Casino Morongo a few years ago down near Palm okay. Springs. And I legit yes. almost went alone. Like I could not find anyone to go with me and i was like i'll just drive to casino morongo for the night alone and see nelly and just that's like back. when rob thomas was playing there and amanda and i wanted him on the big one so bad that i was talking to his manager and he was like <laughs> wait i remember he was this like he was like yeah rob's playing at morongo and i literally wrote back i was like we can go to morongo and interview rob there like i was trying my hardest to get us to morongo <laughs> to see rob thomas and interview him like the that sounds like the the sequel to get him to the greek i gotta get to morongo to interview (laughs) rob thomas amanda and maria get to go to morongo i would die to interview rob thomas i love rob thomas oh yeah it'd be one of the hugest uh gets america's ever had (laughs) blasucci and thomas (laughs) blasucci on thomas and uh what was it? Nixon and... Oh, Frost versus Nixon. Blasucci versus Thomas. <laughs> Frost versus Nixon. <laughs> Frost versus... <laughs> All right. Well, should we get into the actual episode? Sure. Or should we just keep shooting this shit? Um, all right. Melissa, what's today about? Well, today we're going to talk about a very tragic and high-profile case Ooh. that hasn't necessarily been quote-unquote solved sick but it definitely ruined the lives of everyone involved well i love that (laughs) (laughs) at least it did that so in florida in 2008 a two-year-old child went missing Mm. no one was able to verify her whereabouts for a month and that's when her 22 year old mother was arrested and then this whole web of lies began that's right we're talking about the 2008 trial of Casey Anthony. Hell yes. Dun, I'm dun, so dun. excited. So a little background for all you Gen Zers who didn't grow up in the Casey Anthony era. <laughs> and surprisingly, me too. For some reason, I did not follow this case and I still haven't really watched you a lot of stuff it? on it. I don't know why. For some reason, I glazed over this case. So I'm really excited for you to educate me. I was living in New York when this case happened and I would go to my castings like earlier in the day just so i could get home in time to watch the trial wow wow like i watched it every day it was my oj how fun i mean oj was my oj but casey was also your casey casey was my oj so in august 9th 2005 casey anthony was 19 and she gave birth to a daughter 
Kaylee Marie Anthony. And Casey actually lied about being pregnant to her family the whole time. And she apparently told her fiance it was his, but they didn't start dating until January. And she gave birth in August. So it was like, well, it's not the fiance. And she never said who the dad was. Like, never said it. But oh apparently, she, she told a friend it was a one night stand with a coworker, this guy named Josh, who was quote unquote really hot. But then he died in a car crash after Kaylee's second birthday. Oh, are the circumstances around the car crash mysterious at all? Or was it like a legit car crash? I think it was a legit car crash, but it's not even confirmed that this was the guy. Like she, Casey was such a liar that like, who knows if any of this is real. Weird. So then June 16th, 2008, Casey is at her parents' house for Father's Day. And, but the family has an argument and then Casey leaves with her daughter, Kaylee. And that's the last time she's seen alive, the daughter. And over the next month, Casey's mother, Cindy, asked repeatedly to see Kaylee. But Casey claimed that she was too busy with work in Tampa. And then other times she said Kaylee was with a nanny who Casey identified by the name of Zaneda Zanny Fernandez Gonzalez. Zanny the nanny? All right. (laughs) Already suspect. So July 15th, 2008, a month after Kaylee, the last time Kaylee's been seen, The family car Casey Anthony had been using was found abandoned in front of an Orlando, Florida cash advance business in towed away. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. And when the towing company called Casey's parents, uh, Cindy and George Anthony, they became concerned. Casey reportedly had told her mother that she was going on a mini vacation to Jacksonville, Florida. But then Cindy, her mom, later discovered that her daughter had been staying with a boyfriend. So she lied about, like, wherever she was going. She's like a pathological liar. Yeah. And so she abandoned this car. And so George picks up the car from this, like, tow truck place, and he is overwhelmed by the smell that's in the car, even after there was a bag of trash in the trunk, and he took it out and was like, oh, this must be what it was, but it still smelled bad. So Cindy tracks down her daughter, Casey, and she told her family... And police that she had not even seen her daughter for a month. Casey's like, oh, I, haven't, excuse you? I haven't seen her for a month. And so Cindy, her mom, calls 911 and reports that Kaylee's been missing for a month and demands Casey's arrest and says about the car, it smells like there's been a dead body in the damn car. Like she's on 911 saying like, I haven't seen my granddaughter, arrest my daughter. The the car smells like there's been a body in it. Did Casey say that like her daughter had been with her, the dad, or was she just like, oh, I have no idea where my kid is. She's, I haven't seen her in a month. She said she was with the nanny. She's like, I don't know. The nanny took her. Uh, But like a month passed before Casey like (laughs) did anything. So July 16th, the next day after her mom calls the 911, the police contact Casey. 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 Wow, Casey. And she tells them that she dropped off Kaylee at the babysitter's house, Zaneda Fernandez Gonzalez, but hasn't heard from them since. So she takes the police to an apartment that she claims is the nanny's, but the apartment is empty. And they found that no one had lived in the apartment for five months. It was just like abandoned apartment. And so the police were unable to track down Gonzalez or even determine whether or not she existed. Like, they didn't even know if this Zaneda person existed. And Casey's friends and family have never met this nanny. Ugh. They don't know who this nanny is. And Casey also told the police that she was working at Universal Studios 
a lie that she'd been telling her parents for years. Oh, my God. So investigators brought Casey to Universal Studios on July 16th, the day after Kaylee was reported missing, and asked her to show them her office. And so she led the police around for a while. Like, oh, yeah, it's just down this hallway. It's just whatever. And then she finally admitted that she had been fired years before that she didn't work there. She's like, actually, guys, I don't work here. Trying to say that you work at, like, the office part of Universal Studios, like, Casey, at the best, like, you work at Bubba Gump's on the city walk. Like, <laughs> and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. No, no. Okay, so, yes. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But she was only, that. she was 22. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you're not, like, running things down at Universal. She wasn't, like, the head of, like, Minions. Like, she, she wasn't, like... Yeah. The head of minions. Yeah. She didn't pitch minions. She wasn't uh grew. <laughs> <laughs> so the police arrest her for child neglect and giving false statements and obstruction of justice. Like she Yeah. Like immediately just like fucked herself just by lying to the police, taking them on this wild goose chase. Crazy rat race. And then July seventeenth, the next day, the officers search Casey's car. And a cadaver dog picks up the scent of human decomposition. Ooh. And not a good. And then a <laughs> month later, on August 17th, a veteran bounty hunter with his own reality TV show. Was it? Was it? No, it wasn't Dog, the bounty hunter. <laughs> Remember this movie? My name is Domino Harvey, and I'm a bounty hunter. Ew. No, no I don't. Yes, I remember. My name is Domino Harvey. And I am a bounty hunter. Who played Domino? Kira Knightley. My name is Domino Hunter, and I'm a bounty hunter. No, Harvey, nope. not Domino Hunter. <laughs> my name is Domino Hunter, and I'm a bounty Harvey. <laughs> that sounded wrong in my head. <laughs> why, like, why does it rhyme so much? <laughs> my name is Domino Harvey, and I'm a bounty Harvey. <laughs> so this bounty hunter, Leonard Padilla, claimed he had been contacted by Casey Anthony and would post her bond of $500,000. Huh. Yeah, weird. And then 10 days later, August 27th, authorities say an air sample test from Casey's car indicate that there were human remains in the trunk and in the backyard of their house, of the Casey family house. Okay, that's crazy. I've never heard of an air sample test. That's pretty crazy you can do that. I didn't even realize They just took an air sample test um, at our house here to, to check to see if all the mold was gone. Uh, well, yeah, I knew you could do a mold test, but I didn't realize like you could sample the air for if there's been like a dead body around. I'm sure a gas emits from a dead body that you can pick up in an air sample, right? Ew. Just breathing in dead body gas. That's- yeah. Gross. Okay, so August 30th, Casey's bond is revoked and she returns to jail on new charges. Uh, She stole more than $700 in checks from a friend. Oh my God. Like forged checks. She is such a problem. She is really problematic. Casey Anthony, I'm going to say it. (laughs) Casey Anthony's problematic. Wow. You can quote me. Hot take. (laughs) Hot take Siegel over here. (laughs) So then a month later, September 25th, Zaneda Fernandez Gonzalez, the woman Casey reportedly named as a suspect in the case of her missing daughter, uh, denied any involvement in the case. They found a woman named Zaneda Fernandez Gonzalez. She's a real person. And she was like, I don't know who Casey Anthony is. I'm not a nanny. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I work at Universal Studios. 
<laughs> or do, do you want to see my office? <laughs> and she was cleared by the police. But because of this trial, she said she lost her job and she can't find an no. apartment and she received oh threats from Casey Anthony's supporters. Holy which, shit. Casey Anthony's supporters? Psychotic. Uh, so Zanny the Nanny, it was code for Xanax. Everyone knew Shut that Zanny up. the Nanny was code for Xanax. And so Casey apparently looked up names for Zaneda in the phone book and gave that info to police. Wait, so what do you mean it was code for Xanax? Like when she would take Xanax, she'd be like, oh, like. Or if she would give Kaylee Xanax, like she's asleep, you know, she's with Zanny the nanny. Like if you give kids Benadryl or like so she could go out and her kid would be sleeping through the night. Or I don't know if it was Casey taking, I've heard both ways, like Casey taking Xanax or Kaylee giving Kaylee Xanax. Holy shit. Yeah, it's fucked. So then a month after that, October 14th, a grand jury indicts Casey on capital murder and other charges. She pleads not guilty. And then 10 days after that, the forensic analysis from the trunk shows that the hair, some hairs that were in there matches Kaylee's hair. Hmm. They were microscopically similar to those found on Kaylee's brush and showed a, uh, characteristics of apparent decomposition. Oh, that's not good. So they were post-mortem. I, I have a question. Yeah. D- did Zaneda say like, oh, yeah, my friends call me Zanny? Or because that would be crazy if she she like looked up Z names and she's like, oh, it's this woman uh, Z- Zan because Z- she said I get you know Zanny the nanny well who's Zanny uh it's mm-hmm. Zanada and then they talk to Zanada and they're like are you Zanny and she's like am I what no one's ever called me Zanny in my life <laughs> like is that how that went down do you think or do you think she actually oh I wonder I bet it is yeah I think that's what happened yeah or maybe like or she's like I don't know who Casey Anthony is I don't know maybe her friends did call her Zanny I don't know maybe that's like a common nickname for Zanada but wow she says she met Zanny at Universal Studios in 2006 through a mutual friend. It's so sad that like... Oh my God, I was just making a joke. It's so <laughs> sad that like her whole life revolves around Universal Studios. Yeah, why is she so <laughs> obsessed? That's so they, weird. She lives in Orlando. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess, guess that's a lot why. Of, a lot of people work there, apparently. Yeah. And then finally, Kaylee's body is found. So December, which is like six months after she went missing... Skeletal remains were found. The bones are found in a bag in a wooded area less than a half mile from Anthony's home by a utility worker named Ray Kronk. And it's later revealed that Ray Kronk actually called the police three times in August to report a suspicious object. In the first instance, he was directed by the sheriff's office to call the tip line, which he did, and he received no return call. This was like a month after Kaylee went missing. He's like, yeah, I see this weird thing in the woods. Maybe you guys should check it out. No one no one paid attention to him. Fucking then he off. called again and eventually was met by two police officers and reported to them that what he had seen appeared to be a skull near a gray bag. And the officer said he conducted a search and said that he didn't see anything. And it wasn't until he called them again four months later on December 11th that they actually finally found the remains. I bet the police didn't even go out there the second time. They were like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. 
honestly good for Ray, though, because it takes citizens like him who are like really diligent of being like, yeah. no, something's wrong here. Like most people would be most people wouldn't even call. And then other people would call once and just be like, I did my due diligence, whatever. Yeah. Like there's nothing yeah. more to do. Like good job, Ray. The fucking police. Crazy that they just like they're looking for a dead body like a girl's missing and they don't even call him back. Right. Just because like they're so lazy. I'm going to see if Ray is single and or hot. <laughs> Oh, my God. Ray Kronk's ex-wife. I thought that he probably killed Kaylee. Oh, my God. Just your <laughs> oh type, no. Allie. I Is know. Ooh, I love a bad boy. <laughs> Uh-oh. He's not cute, unfortunately. All right. Well, that's a dead end. No pun the, intended. But Ray, the wife going. thought he did it? Jeez Louise. Yeah, the wife yeah, thought he did but, it. Well, he found the body. So, of course, people are like, well, maybe he yeah. did it. But why would he, like, keep calling unless he, like, really wanted to yeah. be? Yeah, uh, exactly. So then a week after the body's found, the authorities announced that the remains had been identified as Kaylee Anthony. And the bones showed no evidence of trauma and huh. the death is being ruled a homicide of undetermined means. Huh. But the skull is found with duct tape around the nose, mouth, and jaw. So she was probably suffocated. Yeah. And the advanced state of decom- decomposition ultimately prevents investigators from pinpointing an exact cause and date of death. So they're like, they don't know exactly how she died or the exact date. A uh, month after that, January 23rd, 2009, Casey's dad, George, attempted suicide. Okay. He was found at a Daytona hotel. He drank alcohol and he took pills. He left a five-page suicide note because he was just so stressed out over this whole thing. Yeah. And the police were able to track down George's location through his cell phone, which he used to send text messages to his family saying that he didn't want to live anymore. And he had a picture of Kaylee with him. To be honest, though, like, imagine if you had a kid and she grew up to be, like, this insane pathological liar who ended up killing her own child and, like, your granddaughter, who you probably love more than anything. Like, I would be so emotionally devastated. My God. Yeah. And so then in April 2009, the prosecutors say that they will seek the death penalty, reversing an earlier decision to not pursue capital punishment. So they changed it and they're like, well, we're... We want the death penalty on this because there's a dead body and she for sure did it. So then the trial began two years later in 2011. And she was bailed out through or they revoked that the bail. So she was in they were she was bailed out initially by not the dog bounty hunter, but the other guy. But then she had to come back in because of those checks. Got it. So she was in jail for these two years. She was in jail. Yeah. The prosecutor stated that Casey used chloroform to render her daughter unconscious before putting duct tape over her nose and mouth to suffocate her. Jesus. And left Kaylee's body in the trunk of her car for a few days before disposing of it. And they characterized Casey as this party girl who killed her daughter to free herself from being a parent and enjoy her personal life. And Casey got a tattoo two weeks after Kaylee went missing. The tattoo said, Bella Vita, which means a beautiful life. And then, sick. and then Casey entered a hot body contest at a bar four days after Kaylee went missing. Did she win? You know, I don't know. There's pictures online of her like dancing on a bar in a bikini four days after her daughter went missing. Jeez. I mean, it's so obvious that she was probably some like deranged like 
yeah. addict or like mentally, uh, I mean, I don't want to say mentally ill, but like had some sort of, you know, issue and like just didn't want to ha- be a mom anymore. Like it's crazy. Casey's attorney, Jose Baez, his opening statement claims that Kaylee drowned in the family pool and that George covered up the accidental death because he didn't want his daughter to go to jail for life for child neglect. And so Bias argued that this is why Casey Anthony went on with her life and failed to report the incident for 31 days. And they also allege that George and her brother Lee had molested Casey, thereby igniting this habit of lying to cover up the pain. And that Roy Cronk, the utility worker, had found Kaylee's body and planted it in the woods. Like they were all in cahoots. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone in this yeah. town is against Casey Anthony. <laughs> yeah. It's like the tr- the Truman Show. What a freak. Yeah. <laughs> well, this guy's a freak. And so then <laughs> May 27th, a witness offers his theory about the smell in Casey's car. So Simon Birch, the manager of the towing <laughs> company. Wait. No, Allie, I know what Allie's thinking. What? She's thinking it's Simon Birch, the the little kid in the movie. Wait, what movie? That's the Oh my god, you've Simon never seen Birch. Simon Birch. It's the saddest it's the saddest No, what's movie? Simon Birch? It's about Birch. a little kid. This is the Joe never knew his father <laughs> and his mother it, uh, is keeping her lips sealed no matter how much he protests. Simon, meanwhile, is an 11-year-old dwarf whose outsized personality belies his small stature. Indeed, he often assails the local reverend with thorny theological questions and joins Joe on his quest to find his biological father. Okay, yes, I have heard of this movie. I've never seen it. Don't. It's so sad. It wasn't Simon Birch from it the wasn't, movie. So it was not that. I just want our, our listeners should have know that distinction so they don't get confused. This Simon Birch was a manager of a towing company. Okay, different Simon Birch. Thank you. Different Simon Birch. Okay, continue. He testified that he had encountered multiple vehicles with dead bodies during his three decades in the business Uh, and that (laughs) it's florida which makes sense that's true and that the smell from casey's car was consistent with those past experiences of smelling dead bodies in cars oh my god so like he recognized the smell he's like oh this is this is dead body smell and then june 6th a forensics expert takes the stand he explains how the shockingly high amount of chloroform which is a chemical released by decomposition. Oh, okay. So that's what's released from the body. Oh, so that's what they did. Yeah. As well as the one that can be used to knock someone unconscious, detected in the car trunk, led to his conclusion that a dead body was indeed present. Uh oh. However, his testimony is contradicted uh, the following day by an FBI scientist who compares the chloroform level in the trunk to the amount found in household cleaners. He's like, it could have been a bottle of, you know, bleach or whatever. But like, she doesn't seem like the type to be cleaning out her car. Tell me about no. it. Yeah, she's she doesn't clean her car. She's got like McDonald's wrappers. In the yeah, back. that's yeah. what I was seeing too. I was seeing McDonald's wrappers and like, and you know, like that like musty smell in cars. And then there's like crumbs in the seats. Yeah, it looks like my car. Yeah, empty <laughs> yeah, cans of like, like tons wa- of water, half bottles, water bottles, like all the weird, some random clothes and like CDs, like just clothing. CDs strewn about. Yeah, <laughs> CD, like broken yeah. CDs, ones that are all yeah. scratched up, and like a dollar bill, like a CD case, but there's nothing in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maria, did you just turn off your video? Whatever's happening to Maria is pretty interesting. Here I am. Okay, there you go. <laughs> okay. 
Well, on that note, we should probably take a quick commercial break. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back after these messages. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shoutouts, merch discounts, etc. Ad-free episodes too and videos, uh, weekly tarot card reads that I've been a little bit inconsistent about. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month or just do one flat fee for the year. So $20 and you're done to become one of our bimbo patrons. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Additionally, we have a hotline. If you would like to leave a voicemail for our mailbag episodes, please call this number. 626-604-6262. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Okay, and we're back. So June 8th, this is the Google search thing. Uh So a software designer testifies that someone had searched for chloroform a whopping 84 times and also looked up such terms as neck breaking, head injuries, ruptured spleen, chest trauma and internal bleeding on the anthony's home computer in march 2008 to be honest though i feel like i google all those things like when i sneeze once i'm such a hypochondriac (laughs) i've googled i've googled fbi list shit like i'm on an fbi list and this was a did anyone use her computer was it only her it was the family's computer it was it was in george and cindy's house okay 
Oh, interesting. So like, and she and Casey was there all the time. I think she maybe lived there at some point or like Kay lived there. And so the software designer later reports there was an error in his detecting software. It determines that the user visited a site related to chloroform only once. So like they looked up chloroform, but it wasn't as many times as he initially thought. Mm. And so the investigators reportedly found records showing that Casey visited missing children websites months before her three-year-old disappeared. That's weird. Which is strange. And then she also reportedly searched for the name Fernandez Gonzalez. That's also weird. So that's interesting. In June 20, June 23rd, 2011, Cindy refutes previous testimony. So Cindy claims the mom, she was the one who researched chloroform on her computer. She was like, oh, no, I looked up those terms. What? Yeah. The prosecution alleged that only Casey could have conducted the search because she was the only one home at the time. Because the time that these searches happened, it was when George and Cindy were apparently at work. And so when asked by the prosecutors how she could have made the Internet searches when employment records show that she, she was at work, Cindy said despite what her work time she indicates, she was at home during these time periods because she left from work early during the days in question. I don't buy it. Yeah. She also testifies that a stain found in the trunk, allegedly caused by Kaylee's decomposing body, was there when the family purchased the car eight years earlier. Like, Cindy was like, oh, no, 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 that stain was there. <laughs> we bought the body with a D. We bought the car <laughs> yeah. with a body in it. <laughs> so that was like, it just came out of nowhere that like her mom was like, oh, no, 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 that was me. Like, she was clearly trying to cover up for her daughter. And then Casey's brother, Lee said that when he asked his sister where Kaylee was, she said the girl was with the nanny. And it was only when Cindy Anthony threatened to call the police that Casey admitted that she had not seen her daughter in more than a month. It was, <laughs> she apparently said, do you want to know the truth? I haven't seen Kaylee in 31 days. According That's to her brother. So, so what did, weird. Uh, I, I, I can't even ask questions because I know there's not going to be any rational response. But like when yeah. someone was like, well, why didn't, you care that your daughter was missing? Did she ever say anything? Or was she just like, oh, I thought she'd come back? They said that the daughter drowned. The brother, I don't know, the brother didn't know. And so she was pretending that life was normal because she didn't, her dad was like, pretend like everything's normal. Smart. That was their defense. The Anthony family is the worst. They're, they're, They're terrible. So then the sheriff's deputy in instant messages sent, to a former boyfriend, a former sheriff's deputy who was fired over his relationship with Casey Anthony. So a former sheriff's deputy was ha- was like texting, had a relationship with Casey. Like she was texting with him. She was complaining about how difficult it was to be a single mother. And she once referred to Kaylee as a little snothead. Oh, my God. I feel, okay, so, like, that, though, like, I don't think that implicates murder. Like, imagine no. if you were a parent. Like, I would call my kid, like, a little shit to, like, you guys. Like, if we were texting, I'd be like, the little shit's being so loud right now. Hold on. I like you know and then I, mean? I would call the police. Yeah. I'd call CPS. <laughs> yeah, go go ahead. Tell us that. I like how in your imagination of your future child, you're already saying, like, and I'm calling <laughs> my kid a little it. shit to you guys. <laughs> It's all shit. My kid's going to be Michael, a piece of shit. My kid's going to be the shittiest. <laughs> recorded. This conversation has been recorded. <laughs> and she, oh, she also texted, seriously, spending the day with Kaylee is 10 times more exhausting than working a 12-hour event. 
I mean, this is all true stuff about kids. I mean, welcome to being a mom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's wine o'clock somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's wine o'clock somewhere. Uh, so April 6, 2010, uh, an inmate told people Casey said that in jail, she used to knock out Kaylee, perhaps with some sort of sedative so she could go out at night. Oh, Jesus. And the inmate also claimed Casey knew details about her daughter's remains before police said they were made public. So Casey was in jail immediately when she got arrested, like talking to this other inmate. And this inmate was like, yeah, she was talking about her daughter's remains before the body was even found. God. So this inmate was a snitch. But when it's about a kid, I get, yeah, when it's about a child <laughs> murder, I'd say. When it's about a dick. <laughs> I guess yeah. we could snitch. Yeah. That's, it's an yeah. exception. And then Casey's dad, George, apparently had an affair so the defense called crystal holloway a volunteer in the search for kaylee who stated that she had an affair with george anthony that had been to her home and that he had texted her the text said just thinking about you i need you in my life my god and she told the defense that george anthony had told her that kaylee's death was an accident that snowballed out of control weird Mm -hmm. so under cross-examination by the prosecutors they pointed to her sworn police statement in which she had said that george anthony believed it was an accident and so in her testimony george denied the affair with holloway and said he visited her only because she was ill so like he was for sure flirting with this woman but also, like, he also seems involved in it. This is partially why I don't believe, I mean, I, I don't period believe in the death penalty. But, like, you can't just, I mean, obviously, like, Casey had something to do with it. But, like, it seems like George did, too. Like, it's not a cut and dry case. Well, the text was, like, George thought it was an accident that snowballed out of control. Like, he thinks it was something happened with Casey and, like, she tried to cover it up or something. This family is nuts. So on July 3rd, 2011, they had the closing arguments. Continuing with the narrative that Casey was overly burdened by Kaylee, the lead prosecutor, Jeff Ashton, emphasized to the jury how the young mother was motivated enough to go to extremes to achieve her freedom. Something needed to be, he said, something needed to be sacrificed. That something was either the life she wanted or the life thrust upon her. She chose to sacrifice her child. Mm. And then Jose Baez delivers a pretty effective closing argument by pointing out the lack of evidence that could definitively place Kaylee's body in the trunk or tie Casey to her daughter's death, which is true. Yeah. Not enough evidence. Like, it's all circumstantial evidence, which does not hold up in a court of law. And so the verdict came in July 5th. Uh, The seven women and five men of the jury deliberate for 10 hours and 40 minutes, which is uh, not that long. <laughs> less than, like a less than a day. Yeah. And they beca- they came back with a verdict of not guilty of first degree murder, aggravated child abuse and aggravated manslaughter. She is found guilty of four misdemeanor counts of providing false information to law enforcement. Yeah. So she is sentenced to 4 years in jail with credit for time served. She's also fined $1000 for each count. And she was released from jail on July 17th, 12 days after the final verdict. Interesting. August 11th, a month after the verdict came in, a report is released by Florida's Department of Children and Families concluding that Anthony is responsible for the death of her daughter. 
The report says the actions or the lack of actions by the alleged perpetrator ultimately resulted or contributed in the death of the child. Hmm. But like, I mean, that means nothing, though. Like, unless yeah. she's convicted in a court, does it means nothing. So then September 15, 2011, Judge Perry rules that Casey owes authorities nearly $98,000 for the cost of investigating Kaylee's disappearance. And then days later, he orders her to pay an additional additional $119,000 to the police, bringing the total more than to more than $217,000. Like, she has to reimburse Yowza. them for all of these search efforts. June 12, 2012... In an exclusive anth- or in an exclusive interview with CNN, uh, Casey tells Piers Morgan that she didn't kill Kaylee and says, "I've never been a party girl. I don't drink now. I've probably had a handful of beers since I've been on probation. The caricature of me that is out there it couldn't be further from the truth." Yeah, I mean, right. if you Google image her, there's like tons of photos of her like partying and topless yeah. and like dancing on bars. Yeah, she's a liar. And then a year after that, an appeals court throws out two of Casey's convictions for providing false information to law enforcement. And then the same day as the ruling, she files for a Chapter 7 bankruptcy protection. Yikes. She claims to have lost almost $800,000 in liabilities and she only owns $1,000 in assets, including cash on hand. Do you guys remember Nancy Grace covering oh, this? Yeah, she's a, I don't remember covering. Well, I just remember Nancy Grace in general being a. She was bitch. also on Dancing with the Stars. Nancy Grace was. Oh my god, yes. really? Of course, I watched that season. It was so good. Remember her calling her Tot Mom? That was her name. Tot Mom. She has huge boobs. Nancy Grace does. Yeah, I'll send this pic to the group. Chat. I used to have such a crush on her dancing partner, and then he's like not on the show anymore. I have never watched Dancing with the Stars. I should I get into it? It's actually really fun. I'm not joking. Like it's. it's I was fun. got really into it. I started taking dance classes at the places they rehearse. Well, that's really. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I took a swing dance class by myself. Wow. But I remember Nancy Grace. I used to think she was like just like this dumb bitch, like sensationalist journalist. I think the reason she got into this. I can't remember if she like lost her daughter or like her do- her fiance died was murdered. Oh, I think that's what it was. My fiance's nineteen seventy nine murder fuels my career. That's what it was. She also got COVID. Nancy Grace, her twin children, husband, and mom test positive for COVID. Well, that's too bad. Um, so they the, the only good thing about this case is that it sparked Kaylee's law, which requires that you have if your child is missing. For a certain amount of days, you have to re- report it missing. It's like a requirement by law. That's crazy that that wasn't already a requirement or just like common sense. Yeah, I guess because no one is really has it done that or so or like not, it's not yeah. a popular thing to do. But like you have to report your child missing if it's gone for like more than 24 hours or something. If it. <laughs> so then in 2012, this television program in Orlando, reported that the police never investigated the Firefox browser evidence on Casey's computer. They only looked at Internet Explorer. That's so dated. Like, that's so funny. I know. They only looked at Netscape and not... (laughs) Yeah, they didn't look at... And so the browser history showed that someone at the Anthony household using a password-protected account uh, that Casey used did a Firefox Google search for foolproof suffocation... Oh, Jesus. Yeah. They clicked on a website 
that had ideas of committing suicide by taking poison and putting a plastic bag over one's head to suffocate it. Like, this was obviously Casey searching these. And then 2016, two affidavits of private investigator Dominic Casey were filed in the matter of Kronk versus Anthony Roy Kronk. (laughs) And so in one affidavit, Dominic Casey stated that on July 26, 2008, Baez admitted to him that Casey Anthony murdered Kaylee and dumped the body somewhere and that he needed all the help he could get to find the body before anyone else did. Oh, my God. He also claimed that Jose Baez had a sexual relationship with Casey and that Casey told me she had to do what Jose said because she had no money for her defense. But by Jose Baez vehemently denied a sexual relationship. Jeez. So then in 2016, Casey Anthony opened a photography studio but shut it down. And then 2018, she got the tattoo covered up. The Bella Vita tattoo covered oh, up. Oh, really? And then in 2018, she worked as an assistant to private detective Patrick McKenna, who was on her defense team. And she also lives in his house. Mm. And he was also the lead investigator for OJ. Okay, well, they're fucking. (laughs) And apparently she doesn't talk to her parents because like I like if my kid did this, I wouldn't talk to them. Yeah. And then the most recent update was December 30th, 2020. She filed paperwork to open a private investigation company in West Palm Beach, Case Research and Consulting God. Services, which we And mentioned. the only reason she's opening it is because of the name. Yes. <laughs> and the, the address listed for the company belongs to Patrick McKenna, the private detective. This is so weird. So she's apparently still living with this guy. She just needs to, like, start an OnlyFans and call it a day. Like, she would make so yeah. much money. I mean, I wish nothing well upon this person, but what a nut job. I mean, this is crazy. She obviously killed her kid and somehow her her dad probably helped her and then felt so guilty that he ended up wanting to commit suicide. And like, I mean, this is this is bonkers. This poor little girl. Yeah, I th- I think she killed Casey herself. I don't I don't know if the dad I don't know if the dad has anything to do with it. Maybe. I don't know. But I think it's totally possible that she just like decided to kill Kaylee, put it put her in the trunk. And was like, fuck it. And then just jumped her body in the side of the road and was like, okay, bye. I mean, I think she's totally capable of just like doing that herself. Yeah, it's devastating. Well, thank God for this Kaylee's law. Yeah. So that is the case of Casey Anthony. Yeah. If you guys have your own theories or, you know, your own thoughts, anything like that, um, where can people reach us, Melissa? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. Or if you live in Florida or West Palm Beach, if you know Casey, let us know. Yeah. Or if you've uh, been to the Bubba Gumps on Universal City Walk, (laughs) uh, please just keep us informed. Uh, Also, another note is our uh, web store is having a sale and we are dropping new merch. So if you're interested, stop by there, uh, webcrawlerspod.com or hothorse.horse if you're nasty. Um, anyways, I am Allie Hot Take Siegel. I am Melissa Tot Mom Stetton. <laughs> and I'm producer Maria Minion Blasucci. Love it. Great. Bye. Bye.
Powered by ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.